Moto One Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Riding, the motorcycle podcast that brings you two-wheel topics from around the globe. Tonight's show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, go to www.patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to our regularly scheduled show, show, All right, everybody, welcome back to another fine episode of your favorite podcast coming from a very specific location in Southern California. We know we're not the best podcast in the world. In fact, we don't even claim to be. <laughs> we're like one of the can worst. Claim, yeah, I was going to say, can we claim the worst? <laughs> we are. Let's, let's do it. That. We're the worst podcast, just like I had to a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Oh, no, last week, how I had to say I was the worst motorcyclist in the world. We're the worst podcast you'll ever listen to. <laughs> and, uh, yep, according to the reviews, we're not wrong. So, yeah, welcome welcome back. Does anybody know what episode this is? And this is going to be a tricky one. Oh. This is like a trick question. I'm 204. Gonna s- I was, that's what I was going to say, 204. All right, you guys are both wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome back to uh, another fabulous episode of Creative Writing. We'll figure oh, out what episode this is that. in some of the time. Hey, look, that shock mount kept that noise from being extremely... Yeah, Really dampened. That was that's crazy. What shock mount? Right that you're On talking mic- into. Yeah. Oh, around there. Yeah. Yeah. I got. It kept that from being like it's a bunch of like a, bungee cords. Sound like you got stomped to death by an elephant a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> a bunch of bungee cords. Yeah. Thanks, patrons, actually, for providing the eight dollars per shock mount <laughs> that <laughs> the creative writing has purchased. I want to actually. We're coming up on the holiday season. We're gonna do. We have MotoScan. I have to tell you when we get into the what's coming up and the upcoming events guys i'm gonna be pretty pretty shallow i don't even have my laptop out here to to tell us what they are but i did want to say um happy holidays to everybody uh around the world i don't know when every country starts celebrating their holidays but i'm if you're listening to us right now and you're celebrating hanukkah you're probably like balls deep into the gifts already eight i think i'm gonna <laughs> i've heard of this hanukkah religion where you get eight days of presents and I'm going to do that shit <laughs> rather than uh, one crummy present that's mixed in because my birthday is so close to Christmas anyway. So I'm going to do eight goddamn presents. So um, yeah, so happy holidays, everybody. And uh, they're upcoming next week. We uh, will we'll probably have a show for you. If not, I'll do the best of 2019, which also I want to talk to you guys next, next show. We do. We should do a wrap up because, you know, this is not only the end of the year. It's the end of the first decade of the new 21st century. Wah, wah. Yeah. That's so, huh? Yeah. yeah. This is what people going into 1910 felt like. <laughs> it's a very bleak future from here. Yeah, that's true. We, we hit the Great Depression in, tw- in, in 1929. Can we do we this? We just ramped it up. We're just like, this is what the future is going to look like, guys. Get used to yeah. it. Yeah. According to all the financials I've been following and all the experts, we're headed there again mm. in 2029. So, man, a mm. hundred year de- uh, decline, that's fine. That's my new shirt. 100-year decline? That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about um, talking about the end of this uh, 
this year, but also the end of this decade, maybe next episode, if we have the balls to do it, we'll talk about the best bikes of the decade. I don't know mm. if I'm even qualified to... I've been working on motorcycles for over a decade, but I don't think I'm still qualified to say yeah, which ones are the say, best. I don't, I don't keep up on it. I just like what I like. I'm never yeah. like... Well, let's talk about the best like of what we like of 2019 (laughs) and the decade. But yeah, so um, that's an idea that we've got going for next uh, next show and wrap up the uh, the end of the goddamn year with a blast. And if you guys are good, I'll bake you some cookies, and uh, I won't put LSD in them. I I I forgot to bring cookies. cookies. That's all right. Going to bring some cookies. Yeah. So figuring out the next episode is going to be kind of crazy with the like dual holidays happening um, and lots of out of town travel and whatnot and also getting my cord wrapped around all these knobs you're we're liable to blow some levels right now so um guys i want to ask you what you guys have been up to but first i think we should do word of the week and this week's word is oh wait I'm <laughs> that was very apropos remember I did, what we said about worst podcast in the world yeah i didn't mean to do that don't but, need to draw it up yeah let jay pick it this time jay slap uh, him in your hat and pull him out is that dumb TV off yet? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. already it's been off for like yeah. a minute. Probably, that probably means my battery's dead too. The, the thing about these old school batteries is that they last for about twenty five minutes, <laughs> even though it said it had a hundred minutes. All right, who's you pick it, man? Oh, I get to Wiggs pick picked it? it last week. Bum, 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 I don't bum. get a pick. Oh, and I like your nice at Rusty Butcher hat. Yes. All right, here we go. It this week's is, word of the week is. I'm trying. I can't unfold paper with one hand. And you can't. It read. is. Oh, break. Spelled uh, break, like when you are either break your break or your breaking arm as in on a car. Yes, or a break as in a mechanical break. So we're yeah. gonna pick one because we can't oh, have pick, both. We can't have both. No, because uh, I don't want to <laughs> squeeze my brakes on spring break, or else it's double. Well, let's make it harder. And do, do, do. I think the the break for like stopping. All right. And that's actually what I had written down on our thing. So I'm going to cross that off our list here. So break, break. And I think Mr. Ray, uh, one of our patrons, uh, put that. If you'd like to submit a word of the week, you can hit up our Facebook page. Join. It's actually not a page. It's a Facebook group called Word of the Week. And it's uh, probably under our page, like a child page under our page. So holy shit. Um, and then we're going to make this word official very soon. You guys want to get it out? You guys want to all say break at the same time? Or do we need, do you guys just want to like tap it in right now? So the rules are if, if, what if you use the plural version? Is it still considered? Ooh, getting technical on us. Uh, yeah, I yeah. would say. I, uh, you know, I'm all about those technicalities yes. at one time. <laughs> in this case, yes, because you wouldn't go on. Mo- I went on several spring breaks and then I applied my break. So I'm going to say in it, it in counts. the in the case of this mechanical it has the word in it. this mechanical um, piece, I like how you were gonna throw that like a um, you were gonna try and you're gonna try and bottle flip it and then you you're like eh, I'm not gonna do that yeah, yeah since it's actually a a mechanical piece that can have plurals okay. um, I'm gonna say that the plural applies as well so this word of the week is official right well the word of the week to remind everybody is break oh, yeah, the deed is if you actually <laughs> yeah. Say it. The word of the week is B-R-A-K-E, as in the mechanical brake, um, or brake horsepower, or anything that's uh, mechanical. And uh, the word is official right now. Anybody that says the word, oh my God. <laughs> so um, I wanted to ask you guys, just to start out the show, uh, what have you been up to um, on these 
past couple of rainy weeks. Mm, speaking of rain, uh, I sent you guys the video last night. Um, so I've been wanting to get the tiger back together. Uh, we were working on the break. Oh, uh, uh, we were working on the break. Oh, uh, uh, we were working on the break. Oh, uh, uh, we were working on the break. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, did, I did not complete the word. I did yeah. that. That I think it's out. I think, you, I think it's deep. No, because I said right. I. What you don't you cannot verify what word I was trying to say. It listen. Does that does that? I think we need to take it to the listeners. Yeah. I think they they need. I'm to like the only one without a shock mount, and I'm playing with my <laughs> stupid microphone. Listen, I will. I will. Uh, in editing, I'll go back and see. <laughs> and if you did say I, the full all word, all I did was I said brute. Yeah, so if you did I say the full word, we'll make you do the punishment on next week's show. So but I, but I didn't hear the the. She didn't say the full word. I didn't say the full word. I mean, she said the word. You know, you don't she know what I was trying word. to say. I mean, there, I could have been trying to say. I could say we can listen to the beep. context. We know what you're trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> context and saying it don't mean the same oh, thing. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, isn't that uh, called? Um, there's a legal term for that. Yeah, Wiggins the lawyer. The uh, hooligan lawyer is what that's called. <laughs> circumstantial evidence is yeah. what that's called. Circumstantial rhetoric, yeah. So, uh, yes, you didn't say that you didn't complete the word. So, so we there. were working on Reminds the stoppy parts, the stoppy parts of the bike, uh-huh. front and back. Um, got all the fluids. Like flush. what are those? The things that make you stop so that you slow down oh. and don't keep rolling forward. Your feet, your They're, shoes. They come in pad form. Um, Maxi pads. You use a hydraulic fluid. Jesus, you're getting explicit on this. <laughs> this is a family show. Uh, so we got that all put back together, and uh, so I was like, okay, let's test it out. And the thing is, is I knew the tires, the rear tire specifically, was dead. Like mm-hmm. it totally had a massive flat spot and. Uh, the rubber was old and had been sitting outside for a while. But I was like, uh, let's just go. We we're going to go somewhere that was like two miles away. Mm-hmm. So we we're just going to take a nice, easy ride, uh, nothing crazy. And so I I went against my intuition because I, when I looked at that tire, I was like, this is sketch as hell. I shouldn't be riding on this. But I, I was like, no, I'll just be extra careful. And... <laughs> I saw bad, the video. You bad. weren't extra careful. <laughs> no, that wasn't the, the 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 thing is the video. So when I'm rolling forward, I we have a stop sign, so I'm rolling up to the stop sign, and there's paint right where the stop sign is. Gotcha. So the rear tire. What happened was is I went to you know pull out, and then the back end slipped out yeah, from yeah. me and went like it just basically. F- swiped all the way to the left and so Ooh, in that like motion yeah. in that motion i immediately corrected my body and went to catch it and at, in that moment is when i pulled the throttle all the way back so that's why you yeah. hear the 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 revs like the engine revs all the way up gotcha. but at that same simultaneous time i had already grabbed the clutch yeah and so when i grabbed the clutch and then i went and i went to bank the handlebars the opposite way but then i knew a car was coming oh shit so i was like okay i was trying to do all these calculations in my mind as far as like options to not go down. So yeah. I knew I was heading into the second. You didn't want second. to break a leg, B-R-E-A-K. Uh, uh-huh. um, so I was heading into the Your second lane and I couldn't get- Wait, a- what'd you say? Zing. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I have a couple of those already. Uh, so I, I was in the second lane now. And so now I'm basically headed straight diagonally towards the curb. And so in that moment, I, there was cars coming the opposite way, you Damn. know, in the other lane. I was like, fuck. Like, you make pulling jump, away from a stop sign sound like a goddamn uh, it was James Bond movie. fucking exciting. And like the, <laughs> in the, in the span of 1.5 seconds, right. it felt like five minutes. But it really, in, in the video, it's just like a, less than two seconds. That's like driving the Millennium Falcon. I swear I heard like a 6,000 RPM clutch drop. I was like, is she drag no, racing? No, right? I okay. grabbed the clutch right as, because uh, I knew that my hand, the bike was bucking back and forth. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and I was trying to control it because I didn't want to go down because when it went all the way to the left, I was like, oh, fuck no, I'm not going down on my right side. Yeah, yeah. And so that's when I lifted myself up at the same time. And so, you know, yeah. my hand, but it didn't look like that. It was very, it was super quick in the video, but I get it. Yeah. yeah time and the slowed thing down is, for you. is I always cover the clutch. Yeah. So uh, it's just instinctual for me when I'm in a hairy situation, I grab the clutch. What do they always say in writing classes? When in doubt. Oh, when in doubt, throttle out. Yeah. When in doubt, throttle out. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to do. Well, well there, it, that wasn't, yeah. They that, don't tell you that in writing classes. That's what you learn through experience. That's but, when you're a racer. Yeah, right. when, when, when the, that's what we all just say. Yeah, and there's <laughs> been situations office. where I've had tank slappers and I've had to Cover the clutch and cover the... But the thing is, is I was not going, the bike was not originally going in a straight path. My yeah. whole intention to begin with was turning to the right. So my physical momentum, the physics of my body were getting into the position to turn right onto the street. Now you're describing the matrix. So if I throttled out of that, I would wash out the back no, end. No, you would have done a 360. It yeah. would have been pretty sweet. Um. So what I did is I was in, so I'm headed towards the curb, the, the what do you call it? What's in the middle of the, the median. The median. I was headed towards that. And so I, I didn't want to grab any of the brakes because I knew the back end tire was sketchy and the front I wasn't well, sure about. Well, you wash out. You could dump Wait, it if you grab front brake. I think I just brake. said... We're saying the word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she said. said you, I said it, and then you said. And you definitely it. said. Oh Jesus! I said it. We both all right, said it. Pull the deed. No, by we all, that doesn't mean me. <laughs> pull the deed. Wiggins, pull the deed. Is it a deed for each of you, or do you both whoever have to do said the it same first. deed? Who well, said it first? I, I think I said. I think it's whoever says it. I think it's whoever says it. I'm trying to get out of it. We have a glass bottle here. Back to my real question: Is it a deed for both of you, or do you both do the same deed? I'm gonna say both. I'm gonna say it's like a glass bottle. You can't break it over two people's head. That's like pretty Three well. Three podcasters, like one cup. What is it? <laughs> uh, tell us what a bad rider you are. Well, this whole story. Wait, wait. That must have got put back. <laughs> tell in. us what a Excuse bad rider you are me. and make stuff up. A bad rider would have gone down to. in that moment. That's weird. That's like the same as last week's. Pull a bad rider would have lost the rear end. Yeah. Well, last week we had to tell us what a bad motorcyclist was. Yeah. I must have put it in there twice. <laughs> we don't have any balloons. Wait, wait. Yes. Wait. What? Is, you know, you, we have to do balloons that. Balloons on your bike. Yeah. Pull it. We have to do that one. So, do you have balloons here? I don't, but you have to go to Party City and get oh some God. now. The next time we go out in public. What is it? What was it, Wiggs? It's, just a, it's balloons on your bike. Yeah. So next time we go out into a... That's a fun one. So the, vintage, the, uh, the New Year's Eve ride? Yeah. <laughs> if the New Year's Eve ride is the last, is the next time I ride my motorcycle, which it won't be. No, I, that's a good one because that's Wait, when... Wait, read it. Does it say event? It just says balloons on your bike. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, don't try to ride to the grocery store with a balloon <laughs> on your bike and tell us all. Listen, Look, I put a balloon on my long? bike and How I'm long a block. do I have to keep it on the, the entire ride up Angeles thing. Crest yeah. Highway? It's just to the event. You, you, what event? We have to. Any you have event. to ride Any to <laughs> for you to Baldwin. Are you going to come up to? Uh, actually, I won't when be are here. You doing I'll be it? out of town. I think. 
on, on the, New Year's, right? Oh, on New Year's Eve. Year's. Yeah. yeah I'll, be, I, I'll be in town for I New Year's, to not for Christmas, though. So. Yeah. So all of us are <laughs> not going to do the ride, apparently. I don't know. Well, I really, I'm going that's to... the only ride a year that I do. Yeah. So listen, the next the next time you ride, you must put balloons on your bike. <laughs> it needs to be like an organized ride. And you need to post it to social media because I don't know if we're gonna have an organized ride that we can do. We need to we need to do this. Uh, what if I just find like taste. a random person? Does that is that considered? Dude, right? going down the freeway with balloons on your bike—you don't think that's pretty crazy? <laughs> what you could do good. is you could start your own ride called Balloons Ride Out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna actually. I know I'm the so, I know the source of this punishment, and I'll find out. I need out. to source some cheap helium. As long as there's helium involved, I'm totally yeah. down. Yeah, I'm gonna source the. Uh, go to the source of this punishment because it was very specific. I know where it was. So in the meantime, you and I, <laughs> thank God we didn't get some of the other so ones. So anyways, right long story short, I did so not grab. Can, say it, can yeah. I can say it? Yeah. I, well, we've already done I didn't, it. So. I didn't grab on the brakes. I just relied on uh, engine deacceleration. And that slowed me down just enough so that I could course correct and then go forward in so the correct lane. I have I have a question now. If Wiggins says it now, he hasn't said it yet. So if he it's oh, still the, on the board uh, for him. If it was still fine. on the board for me after uh, you said it, it's okay, still on yeah, the board for yeah, Wiggins. Yeah, I don't disagree so with that. Wiggins, you better uh, come correct, son. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, my bikes so, don't even have those on them. Yeah. <laughs> what seats? But yeah, the moral of the story being, like I've said, like I think I've said it like a hundred times already. Trust your intuition. If you have a feeling like, hey, I shouldn't be Damn doing it. this, then don't do it. Can't believe I was so stupid to and, trick you into saying it and then say it too. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> I totally absentmindedly didn't even realize. But um, yeah, but that was that was fun. That was a moment where I literally. Thought I was going to go down. I was very, very. Did very you close. shit your pants? I just want to ask. No, I didn't. But I definitely had my stomach was in my throat. That's for sure. Right. So there was only one skid mark, and it was the one on the road from the tiger. <laughs> You're lucky. No, very, I didn't even. Yeah, lucky. I didn't even skid. It just washed out. It my was... my buddy that I used to ride with um, when I, I was in a little riding club in San Diego, and my buddy had a um, six seven five Daytona. And uh, fucking coming out of the bar when we had a, we had a bike night at a bar and um, it was like the mods versus rockers like pre ride bar night I'm pretty sure and it was so it was always there's always happens like in the coldest fucking months I swear yeah. to God yeah and um, coming out of the bar parking lot after like eating eighty thousand pounds of barbecue and probably drinking Olympias or whatever the fuck was a dollar back then um, he just he didn't do it either he just barely got on it but. Uh, the back tire just came out from well, under me and just is, ate shit right in the middle yeah, of the well, road. Yeah, but the thing is, is out of the driveway. that on, on our street, I've done it probably like 10 times with very with every single bike that we yeah, have yeah. because especially when it's cold and it's wet. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just when you hit that, like just the, at the angle, you know, and the, the hitting the throttle at the right point, it just slides right out. So I was used to that feeling because I've done it before. Uh, so I didn't like panic. I just kind of stayed calm and, yeah. and course corrected. But was... I was going to say, when in doubt, throttle out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other time? Dude, my friend did that. Oh, God. My friend was getting, I forget where the hell, he was going through an intersection and some guy like ran a stop sign or, or ran something. My friend had been riding dirt bikes since he was like three years old. And mm-hmm. he's the one that like, he took me down to Mexico with him. And he's always been like a really good rider. Um, and he was riding his, 
uh, enduro or some shit like that to work. And some fool, like, I don't remember if he ran a stop sign or it was getting on the highway or what. It was some weird circumstance, but he pulled right in front of him and my friend just fucking gassed it and dumped the clutch and wheelied into the fucking side of this guy's mm. door because he didn't want to hit the car and fly mm-hmm. through it with his head. Right. And he's like, dude, and his instincts took over and he just popped the wheelie and fucking, he was in the hospital for quite a while. Mm. But since the underside of the bike hit the truck, mm-hmm. He he slammed off of it, and if he would have hit his tire into it, he, he would have flown flown into the either the roof line of the car or the through the window into the wow. car, and they said he would have probably died. Yeah, yeah, he still got fucked up, but yeah. they said at least you. Well, did, that's you're the not thing dead. is like also what I've learned over the years. At that I point, mean, I've I'd rather be dead. Yeah, actually. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've had I've I've had accidents, obviously, but I've also had what people don't know is like the hundreds of thousands of times that I've saved situations. Yeah. Nobody knows that because they're not there. They don't see yeah. it, you know, cause obviously I'm not in the hospital to talk about it. It's the, th- it's the times that you go down where everyone's like, Oh, you went down, yeah. you know? Well, but shit. the thing is, is I've, I have had so many saves. Like I have muscle memory on like ways to avoid things. Yeah. And so I think in that moment, cause after it happened, I was like, I was amazed yeah. because I didn't know how I saved it. Yeah. That was one of those moments where it felt supernatural because I was like, holy fuck. I literally was already preparing being in the hospital at that point. Because I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to fucking jump the, I'm gonna jump the curb. A car's going to like T-bone me from yeah. the opposite direction. Like it, like I said, it was like less than two seconds and it felt so long. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is... Uh, watching the video and we were kind of analyzing it afterwards and like the different motions that I did and you know like there's different things that you can do to save yourself depending on the situation and like I stood up so that's what I did is I stood up on the on the pegs because the bike was bucking so I knew that if I'm sitting down my weight is going to be thrown around with the the buck of yeah. the bike. Stand so, on the pegs, get your weight down there. Right, and so that's low. like you said, your buddy who was a dirt bike rider. That's something that I learned from from yeah. dirt biking in my teens. Most and, of the times that I've had some, because I I actually recently when I was down in San Diego commuting, it's funny riding down there and riding to work and then riding back home. Like all three or four times that I was on the bike for that two day trip. Um, yeah, every morning there was something fucked up that happened. And yeah. like that one guy coming over to me on the freeway was the worst because obviously he didn't look. But it's funny how your instincts take over. And yeah. that's why target fixation, it's a real thing and it's it's a survival instinct, but you gotta like you have to like consciously not do it. And yeah. and you do it. I think everybody does it for a moment, but it's only well, like that's what happened is I saw the curb and yeah. I w- I knew, I know about target fixation and I was you like away. No, exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> I was like cuz in the moment when I saw the curb, that's when I had the visualization of being in the hospital yeah. and I was like fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And so it I was like so no matter too. what, I'm not going to save this. Cuz your video was literally <laughs> probably like a third of a second that all that happened in. Yeah, I can yeah. just tell it was And Ash swishy. like Ash was behind me and she saw it happen and yeah. she's like what how do you like, get your video on? from from this is that from your senna because i yeah, can hear her senna. voice too i can just yeah yeah it records yeah. we were we were talking to each other yeah, over the intercom sweet. 
but she hadn't turned hers on. So, because I was I like, I wanted her. No, I hers, I her. That, her video, she has a video on oh, hers too. Oh, I got you. I got you. Uh, she just had the at the intercom. The sound on, yeah. Because yeah. I heard her say, What happened? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just the intercom was on. But I heard um, you say, Shut up. And I was like, What? <laughs> she talked to Ashley that way? <laughs> Shut up, girl. Um, no, it was exciting to watch. Um, yeah. I got to tell you, one of the, the best time, like, really, I've only had one rad. Uh, off-road crash. You know, when you're riding off-road and trails and stuff, you fall over all the time. Mm -hmm. You might even like hit a stump, an endo or something. All that's expected. The raddest time, the most unexpected one that I ever had was me and my buddy were getting ready to go somewhere and his bike wouldn't start. He had this little crummy... No, his his bike was pretty cherry actually. It was an old um, DR125, I think. The dual shock kind. Like it was super old um, motocross style. It might have. It might have been the first, the first gen Monoshock. Actually, it mm. might have been like one of those, but it was still old dirt bike. I, I don't even know if it had disc brakes yet. And I had an XR two fifty, and I'm looking behind me, going, "Dude, like, what's up? What's up?" And then I turn around, and there was like where we were riding was all dirt, but there was like a fence to get in and out and a metal mm. pole. And I'm looking behind me riding like an ass face because oh, I was like in my 20s. And yep, I'm just yep, looking behind yep. me for like five minutes. And then when <laughs> I turn back around, I'm headed straight for this metal pole. <laughs> so I jerk the handlebars to miss hitting the pole because I was I was really only like rolling at idle. Like, the you know, I, I wasn't on the gas. Mm. So when I jerk the handlebars... Um, the fucking whiskey throttled and I mm. still nicked. I heard this ding right as I fucking wheelied past the bar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I eat shit. It was pretty good. But like, yeah, you you don't have time to recover from that shit. You know what I mean? It hap- yeah. That shit happened so fast. I covered probably like 50 yards in like a second well, and a half. Well, the thing is, it's like, <laughs> it's I rad. just don't understand how some mm. people can, because for me, I was thinking about it and I'm not, I don't want to shame anyone, but just to talk about it is like having alcohol in your system because I was like, man, if I, I was on, I was aware in that moment. Like yeah. I was just like, I knew that there was a car coming. I knew that there were cars coming the other direction. I knew that the ground was slick. I'm calculating all of these things in my head. And I was thinking about like, I just don't understand how people can justify even drinking and then getting on the bike. You know, I'll it, tell you especially what, especially cause the holidays are coming around. Right. Just, just, if you're going to do that, you're an adult, you do whatever the fuck you want, but just remember that every second counts because right. that video that I Literally. is two seconds of what happened and every second counts. And like, if you are slowed down to the point where maybe you're two or three seconds slower than you yeah. normally would be on in a car, maybe it doesn't matter because you yeah. have all these I used safety to drunk features. drive all the time in oh, a car. Fuck I, that. I was safe. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, I may or may have not done a lot of stupid shit in my day too, but definitely it just made me realize like how it's just essential to have all yeah. of your senses. And I, I've only, like, I remember when I first started writing, there was one time where I did drink and I, I had a beer at a place because it was so cold and yeah. I was a new rider. And so I was just You're like- You're a cold beer ought to make me colder. I was just like, <laughs> I can't get home unless I like warm myself up with like some sort of alcohol. Oh, gotcha. You should have had a schnapps actually then. Yeah. No, that was the only time. And even just by having one drink and getting yeah. on the bike and I was a new rider, which was even worse. And I was just, I could tell I felt different. And so it's just something to keep in mind, you know, when the holidays are around. Yeah. And especially also if you're not a drinker and you're going to be riding. I've 
Ashley and I, a lot of times for New Year's, we like to ride, have like a, a ride together yep. and just like being aware of other cars yeah. on the road. Oh, yeah, because at that time, you don't, they're probably drinking. I have to say that even when I went out with my buddies to go riding um, and we would drink or go to a party or something, we always, I've never, I've never ridden even barely tipsy. And I do have to admit, um, I hope the statute of limitations is, is well gone on this because this was year this is like twenty years ago, but we used to get pretty fucking shit faced on like club nights, you know. Mm-hmm. But we were a lot of the times we would drive somewhere because we'd have something. We used to go trash can surfing and fucking, uh, you know, bar. We would we would go bar hopping on our BMX bikes and shit. Like we because we all just threw together like trashy fucking bikes and thought it'd be fun to go get drunk on bicycles, which I think is still a punishable offense if you're riding yeah. a bicycle drunk. You can get a DUI on yeah. a bicycle. Yeah, uh-huh. at least California, but I think most places. Yeah, yeah. And this is to like late '90s, early 2000s, but I think that was still then. I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't don't count me on that. But yeah. Anyways, um, never. Riding an actual, you know, never riding have I ever. We even when we drank, we would wait yeah. like hours. And to, even to leave. um also too, like for me, something that's totally legal, like caffeine. There's been times where I've had like too much Red Bull or like an energy drink, and I'm just like jittery on the bike. And so, I mean, even Fuck something yeah, that's like a wheelies illegal. and shit. You can't control your clutch hand is very good when you're on that Red Bull. Yeah, you're just constantly. Uh, yeah, popping so it just it. made me more just kind of reminded me of how to be aware of like where my head is when I get on the bike just because you never know what's going to happen right Wiggins and Terre Haute it's basically fucking illegal to ride sober correct or is that (laughs) am I well yeah I think meth is that's what they prefer to to have you on (laughs) right yeah so if driving while intoxicated or I don't know what they call it when you're on drugs but I think it's the same it's a DWI or something um So, yeah, make sure you're on the good stuff when you're in Terre Haute. Um, coming up, I know this is going to we're, – we're coming to you. This is like the Friday before Christmas. So let's go around the room real quick before we get into our motor scan and talk to each other about – is there anything that you guys – oh, oh, before we get to the motor scan, I better say this. Wiggins, you haven't said the word of the week yet, so you're lucky, <laughs> motherfucker. But I can feel it coming. It's is coming. Is it luck or is it skill? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't said a lot of things actually. So I was Every, gonna say you're not even participating. He's looking at birthday cakes on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know how many times we're I've talking said about that. sliding out on a wet road for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, grew Precise, the, I grew up in the Midwest. You had to learn to ride. Wet precisely roads. twenty minutes. I know. <laughs> and if you're in in, in England, you're like. Pff. <laughs> like these, yeah, these they don't know boys. how to ride dry roads, though. right? Right, yeah, exactly. Oh, shit, it's dry. Speaking of which, man, I was just watching some Northwest 200 shit, and man, it's crazy. John McGinnis is talking about uh, f- footballers, which for Americans is soccer players, and he's like, oh, oh, no, he was watching boxing, that's what it was, and he's like, I don't get it. I bounce off walls and fucking curbs at 200 miles an hour, and I get like pennies compared to what these boxers get. You know, and I was like, yeah. It's I, not about what you do. It's just all about how many people watch. Yeah. You know what? If you raced, if you had the grandstand capabilities that a boxing match had, maybe, yeah, maybe more people would watch. And if you didn't get to see him for more than like one second, because that's all you... Even yeah, though, especially, even, especially for racing like that. Dude, like, at that's the why Northwest, stuff like, Na- like NASCAR was popular because oh, you, you could, could watch the whole most thing. of the track. Yeah. yeah. The Northwest, you you you'll see five miles. Like there, you know, there's like at least a 
let's just not say five, let's say like a good two mile stretch and you'll see them coming down. But since they're doing 200 miles an hour, it takes about four seconds from when you see them to when they're going by you. So yeah, if you sit there the whole time waiting all day and then you see them for four seconds, (laughs) it's not very exciting. It's like Isle of Man. Yeah, exactly. Isle of Man, Northwest 200, Ulster, all that shit. Um, Yeah, you got to pick a good corner where everyone's going slow, but then it's not exciting. Um, I did want to say, guys, in, kind of inadvertently, you guys don't have to be in on this if you don't want to, but uh, I've made a pact with our patrons this year. Um, <clears throat> they know they know what I'm talking about. If you um, are you guys in on, just let me just say yes or no. Sure, why not? It's, it's a gift exchange, <laughs> a patron gift exchange. So, sure, why not? Sure, okay, good. <laughs> so, just to let you patrons know that the uh, if you're a patron, go to the page, check out the gift exchange deal. Uh, Wiggins and Jay are in. It's going to be like five is to ten. Is it like a white elephant? Or? Eh, it could be. I just said five to ten bucks. It could be a sticker. It could be like a beer koozie, whatever. Just, just, uh, Do you pick somebody randomly? Or I'm going to pick somebody randomly and hand it to somebody else randomly. And they've all agreed. Everybody that's in right now is okay with that. They're all okay with me sharing. So are you going to pick it for me? or how do Yeah, I- I'll pick it for all of us okay. too. Yeah, we'll get random. We'll get random people. And then... Um, they will may randomly get you too. So oh, okay. I'm gonna need your Jay. I need your address, Wiggins. I I know where you live, but I don't like. I'm giving you my address. <laughs> oh, I can give you my address because you've been to my Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I, had like to, I have to keep times. looking it up on fucking <laughs> maps every time I go. I'm like, I know it's this, but I can't. I, I always your, mix up the I numbers. Yeah. Saved in Google as and Wiggins. Master. I just once I go to your house and I know how to get there. I don't know the address anymore. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I know what you mean. I don't I know my address. Tell you the address here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Couldn't tell you it either. Um, so yeah patrons uh, we're going to have a little stinky gift drive we're going to wait till this Friday to see who responds we're going to give people time and then after this Friday I'm going to distribute the uh, names and addresses so you will receive one random person's and one random person will receive yours so I guess the secret's out but it's patrons only so sorry everybody Um, and if you are interested in becoming a patron of the show go to www.patreon.com uh, actually, it's HTTPS. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, I hate saying www. It's not. You don't even have to type that anymore. It's patreon.com forward slash creative writing. Um, and go over there for all the deets. And then what I did want to ask, this is for real question. What are you guys hoping to get? Do you, I, I, I don't know if you guys know what you're going to get. I have no idea what I'm going to get. I already got my gift. Son I have- of a bitch. It's not even like you just... You just farted out the turkey last week, and you're already getting a Christmas gift. I know. What the well, hell? Because you know Black Friday deals. That's why. Uh, you Black gotta, Friday deals you, are meant to the- buy stuff so that you wrap it up <laughs> and give it to somebody for the Yule. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just because I needed to be able to use it. I got um, gear. Nice. Is yeah. that those boots? Yeah. I, I was going to say, those boots look slick, dog. I got a, you got what I got. I'm all. Did I convince you to up. get those? Yeah. 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 I, after I saw you, I was like, yeah. I need to get armor. So Dude, I, got I banged into a full, um, full leg armor and then the actual. I was like, I feel like a real actual motorcycle yeah. rider. I've never owned like real motorcycle boots before. So yeah. I was very, very excited. I have. And I went to Wiggins' house and he's like, looked at me and he's like, You want some riding shoes? And I was like, These are riding shoes. Yeah. <laughs> TCX boots. I took me the first time you saw him. Remember, you're like, "Hey, do you want riding shoes?" And I was like, "These are. These are like supposed to be pretty good." Yeah, so it's what Michelle. It's Mankiewicz I'm all wears. bulky and I look <clears throat> ridiculous, and I'm very. It's sweaty, cool though. I love mine. I wear them to work when I have to go down to San Diego, and you can't like look at that. It's yeah. like not like a huge thing, you yeah. know. No, I especially still, in the I still, pants I wear. I wear those. What are those like rave pants that are real big? <laughs> that's what I wear to work. <laughs> I got a Jinkos? couple like uh, that's what they're called. Yeah, Dude, the Jinkos. A couple pair of Dickies. Like Dickies made some moto pants. Oh yeah, what I are those a, called? 
Dizmodo, I, I think. Is that just what they're called? Dizmodo. Yeah, they're they, armored? <clears throat> no, they're like, um, they have like Kevlar. Yeah, they're supposed so, to have either Kevlar. So there's no or, pad or anything yeah. in them? Like no like hard protection. They're skid. They're abrasive resistant. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. abrasive resistant. I About- honestly, um, and it wasn't my idea. It was one of the marketing guys at Glendale Harley told me this. Like they should be marketed to skateboarders and BMXers. Ooh, that's, that's a good, good idea, idea too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it would be really good for them. Mm-hmm. But I so I got a couple pair of them that I've only worn a couple times, and then I've got those Icon pants I wear a lot because they do have like the D three O stuff in them. Um, but the Dickies ones look like black blue jeans. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I have some from Shift that came with D3O. I took it out and I just wear those underneath because I'm because I need something hard. I'm so afraid of blasting my knee against. Can I, am I allowed to to talk about a brand if I if I'm? Is this your opinion? Yes, yeah, my sure. Opinion. Is this a review based on no, your opinion of the brand? No, just because I'm I'm the token female in in the podcast. Uh, I wanted to mention I'm the token the- female in this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jay. <laughs> Did you just assume my gender? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like Wigan said. It's 2019. <laughs> Let's all go to Babes right out next year. Hey, I'm down for. It. I, I I don't discriminate. Yeah. But um. I wanted to mention. I've been wanting to mention these pants, that, and I kind of I've basically worn them all year, so I can vouch for for wearing them and riding in them. They're uh, the Dovetail brand, and because of my job, uh, I worked with a lot of tools, so I needed like pockets, like legit pockets. And any females know that like the thing about women's pants for whatever fucking reason the is they're fit. like the pockets are about oh. an inch deep. Oh yeah, the pockets are. They're a joke. like fake. Yeah, they're, they're not real. My wife. My wife. I said my wife. My wife. Don't tell my wife about my wife. <laughs> wife, you keep quiet. Wife. Yeah, she has some pants that have fucking fake pockets. If you it's can believe just, that. It's so. That's why I've always worn like men's clothes because it's. I. I just. It's functional for well, me. I gotta say, men's clothes are pretty cool too. Like being. The, a, I mean, yeah. They. They would always look cooler to me, and and they were always more functional. They were. The, they were always more durable. Like when I worked at H and M. The women's clothes, you could feel the, the flannels, yeah. and the flannels felt like just like paper thin. And you go over That's to the guys' like department, and the flannels felt they were like double layered. Um, I don't know how to say this and not be crude, but feeling another body through a thin flannel is quite. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's I fine. Love thin that's, there's a, there's a, a section for that as well. Right. If you want that, you know. I don't for, want it to be jeans. like sexy. I'm just saying, you know, thin flannels do have a purpose. But so. um, so no, there's this brand called Dovetail, and they make actual like uh, pants. Is that what those are? That's what these are. Oh, yeah, those are pretty sweet. Yeah, and so like they actually have. Are they? They are they, they gender have, specific? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, guys could wear them if they want. I mean, they're. The, I think the form is cut for a woman's like. They have for women who have like larger sizes, larger hips, whatever. But um, the, don't assume my hip the size. fact is that they're this like double stitched. <laughs> they're reinforced. There's spots where you can actually put armor inside of the yeah. pant leg. So uh, does they it actually, tuck up underneath right there, or does it? Yeah, is it that goes just up a, into here, so you can you can so slide. You tuck it, what if it slides out? I mean, I guess it's it wouldn't. It's an, you have yeah, to yeah, bend it because yeah. I actually did it. I took some armor and I tested it out. And That's I how popped it, gets it in, in there. there. Yeah. Um, but these are not motorcycle specific, but as a rider, I've found that they're very comfortable and they're multifunctional because I could use them for work. And, yeah. um, like Wiggins was saying, most motorcycle specific is because they either have Kevlar right. or that and new I, I don't really stuff. like, I, that's why I didn't wear motorcycle riding pants is I, they felt 
like Ashley has hers and they're really bulky and she takes them off. So they're yeah. actually like an over pant. Yeah, dude, it was and so I, weird. I'm not in, like, that's too much. When I was at your guy's house, I was looking at him. Her pants almost look like race, like two yeah, piece hers leathers. Are fucking yeah. heavy duty, like legit. She, she pants. sat them down there on the ground and they stood <laughs> they up by themselves. Like and I was like, holy shit, yeah. those things are like so stiff. They're, they stand on their own. Yeah, they're really good pants. Um, but that's, I'm, I'm too. <laughs> when she goes to the doctor, you know, he's like, Wow, you've gained some, and she takes off her pants. Well, that's the thing like, is, oh, like, never mind. You're like twenty like, pounds lighter. We'll be talking. And we're like, oh, do you want to go somewhere? And then she's like, looks at me, and I can tell she doesn't want to go somewhere on the bikes because she has to put that layer on. I'm just yeah, like, she doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, she's super, super cautious because obviously I'm not the cautious one in the relationship, as evidenced by one of my uh, one of my favorite balls. riders um, wears just booty shorts and a helmet. So I mean, <laughs> and, he, and he's good. He does some crazy ass stunts. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. A lot of my icons were like real baggy. They've they've gotten a lot better, but the old ones are just. Like was it just super, a pack armor in there, or was it just yeah, a style, they, or what? I, well, one, because they kind of came from the stunt world. I think it was kind of for that, just because that was like that style, style. you know? Um, but yeah, they do it so it like hides the armor, but I'm like... But then it looks baggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'd rather have them fit better and the armor kind of stick out, like have mm-hmm. the pocket outside yeah. instead of hidden inside, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah, because um, and it's easier to take out the armor too if you're, yeah. if you're getting too hot yeah. in the summer or whatever. But a lot the, of All my pants have it on the insides. So I had to disrobe. I got yeah. arrested once for just changing my stupid armor. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that'd be smart. Yeah, but the ones I usually wear that have like the cargo pockets on the side, they fit pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. But no, but yeah. So that's like- what I love about these. They're like boot cut for women, and they're it's by a brand named Dovetail. And yeah, I just want to kind of give them some props because they've endured uh, a lot of beating. Like I would just wore I wore the fuck out of those pants out for weeks at a time. Yeah. I wouldn't even wash them. I would just wear them for like two weeks at yeah. a time. Um, and, and they didn't they, even smell weird. They were great. The only thing is, is that <laughs> um, was that the, house of pain. The the, <laughs> the inside from uh, getting on and off the motorcycle, there was chafing on the crotch area. Right, but it's double. It's reinforced, so. Mine have that too. I can feel it right here. Yeah, yeah I have, have like Spamla. so many She's pants. Like that's little the tab that it wears yeah, on. Yeah, so many pants. <laughs> uh, that's the first place that goes. Plus, um, I scratch my inner thigh every time I. I just ride one hand scratching my inner thigh with the other. <laughs> um, those boots are pretty sick looking too. What are those? Uh, I don't even know what these are. Sidichi, uh, I think. I was gonna say. Yeah, they're Sidichi. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. We'll see how how well they ha- handle. Because yeah. I mean, I've never. This is my first time with motorcycle right. boots. I like that the ankle is reinforced, but the thing is, is like right here, this is really thin. On oh, is it right here? I'm, huh. to, for the listeners, I'm it's talking funny. About the outside the outside of my foot. Yep. This is not the outside of my foot is not armored, Which and is that weird. makes me anxious. Yeah, I don't a lot of like times that that's feeling. more armored. It makes yeah, and so I think it's because it was a Black Friday sale item, and I think it's not, it's not one of the higher end yeah. boots. You know, I think it's either Tony from um, uh, Shred Moto or Eric from Jiffy Tune has a full Sidichi suit, and they mm-hmm. love it. Like Sidichi makes. Yeah, I think that stuff. this isn't like yeah, the higher one. They're Ital- I they're, think they're Italian. No. They have like good stuff, but they also have like they're, the lower their cycle too. gear. Yeah, they, but exactly. they're made in, in Italy. Oh, I'm pretty it could sure. be. Yeah, it's their it's the high end house brand for cycle yeah. gear. Yeah, right. I'm pretty uh, sure they were made in Italy. If that's like the one I'm thinking of. Built yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there a low end brand? But who's Speed and Strength? Is that not cycle gear? That's, is that like just, aerosol, that's part of Tucker. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tucker. It's a Tucker brand, like Icon's a drag brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I wasn't sure because I've, seen I've only seen them at Cycle Gear. I mean, they probably Cycle Gear probably carries them. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. So you got your gear early. You got your Christmas present early. Are you going to get a Christmas present? No, that that was that was it. Uh, Wigs. Yeah. What about you, man? I think I'm getting like stocking stuffers. <sighs> Wiggins. We're a kid now. I don't get Christmas presents. Yeah. My wife and I are going to do stocking stuffers. Do you yeah, know what you're going to get, though? I have no idea. Ooh. For me, I you know what I like? Everything I want for myself is fucking expensive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's like not. For me, for in my relationship with Ashley, it's we're all about experiences. Yeah. So, like, for anniversaries, <laughs> for holidays, we would always just, like, let's go for a ride. Let's oh, okay. go on I thought adventure. you were going to say, in my stocking, I pull it out, and it's a coupon for one mugging. <laughs> you know, will, you mug, will you come and mug? Me pretend to like clobber me over the head. Yeah, but no, that's for me because it's like we're we've always been broke and we we're hey. just not we're not into like uh, always buying yeah. and stuff. I it, mean, there's always stuff that I want. Don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong. There's like tons yeah. of shit that's on my Hell wish yeah. list. If I can, but have- at the same time, I get more out of experiences and memories and stuff like that. And so that's actually like our main Christmas present is to take Evie to Disneyland. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah, and that's fucking. Five hundred dollars for two days. Oh yeah. You know wow. what? This is not something new. This is a trend, and this is why the motorcycle industry was saying that more people aren't buying motorcycles because people are craving experience over um, material things. But doesn't make thing. sense. You, you, motorcycling is like all experiential, like the but whole a motorcycle, no, but an actual thing. motorcycle. That's why the uh, you gotta fucking ride it, you buy it, and then you yeah, ride it, yeah, dog. Keep it in your garage. Well, no, I know, but I'm just saying. It, well, then why not just get a car? Like a lot of people are getting it's RVs. It's totally different though. That's the thing is people, I think people just don't know what it's like. That's what I think, um, the, that's what I liked about IMS doing the riders. Yeah. The rider, I don't, what's it called? Uh, new to two. Well, the, new to two, yeah. The whole thing is called um, Experience the Ride. Yeah. And it's like the new to two. And that's the thing is um, I, being someone who's like People recognize that I'm a female on a motorcycle. I get a lot of attention. I thought you from said people. people don't know what you're. Oh, dis- I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's funny because I'll it's be. A, all- it's discover the ride, not experience the ride. Discover okay. the ride. But I get a lot of you know. Already, I know people on motorcycles. You get people that come up to you and they want to tell you their old stories or whatever. But um, I've had a lot of conversations with people who um, they want to get a motorcycle. They just don't. They're scared and they don't want. They don't want to invest in something and not know what it feels like. Like yeah. not ride it or anything. And maybe they don't feel comfortable or whatever. So I think it's just more about getting getting people to have that opportunity to ride for the first time. Yeah. And um, I know Harley's trying to do that. They did that at Babes. Uh, they were really, at Babes Ride Out, it was really, really big on getting new riders to try yeah. motorcycles. So I yeah. think that's good. There's a lot of that going around too. Zero is real big on that too. They're part of the Discover yeah. the Ride. I want to, I want to ride, I want to test ride. Yeah. That's my, my, my thing is, this is, and, and when Chris, we interviewed um, Chris McIntyre, Wiggins and I did last year at IMS and this year at IMS, he had a uh, whole new, if you listen to last week's episode, you can hear me blab on about it, the Club Eagle Rider. And Darwin was telling me, because Darwin, Darwin has like a two-stroke bike from was, Darwin from Law Tigers. Was he at IMS? No. Oh. But last year when I... He's not from Law Tigers anymore. Well, I know, but I'm. Oh, okay. that's how we know him, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, when he was at Law Tigers and I met him and we were talking about his writing and stuff, he was telling me how fun it was to go down to the uh, like OC Eagle Rider and rented like two CRFs and they took them up to Rincon Trail and rode them. 
And so the thing is, you don't need to own a motorcycle to have the experience, Jay. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I do I do like your thing though, because experiences is rad. If I didn't have to own like one type of motorcycle, dude, that would be that would be fun to go on all sorts of experiences. Um, real quick before because I haven't got I haven't got my gifts and all I all I want is an external hard drive to start backing up this two hundred <laughs> plus episodes that we have. Mine's fucking full. Um and real quick, like Wiggins sparked this in me. Um, because everything we want is expensive, right? But I tell you what, guaranteed, everything I want is expensive, but I would legit, if I could wave a magic wand, take a full catalog of stuff, right? I mean, we all Mm -hmm. would. Which one would you rather have? A full catalog? If you could have a little um, Christmas uh, spirit pop-up and wave a magic wand and you got everything in the entire catalog, would you take cycle gear or harbor freight? (laughs) Oh, that's so funny because the cycle <laughs> gear that we go to has a Harbor Freight right next to it. So I always think of those two brands. This I must be think such a hard question for you. Yeah, this <laughs> must be so hard for you. Um, I think I would go with Harbor Freight. Yeah? And why? Yeah, Explain your answer. They, um, at Cycle Gear, there's not a lot of stuff that I really want. Like, I already okay. have the headset. Uh, I don't really want... I don't need fancy helmets. Like, um, the gear... I've never, like, really been big on the gear that they have there. And, yeah, it's just... The things that I usually get from them will be maybe tires. Yeah. You know, or um, when they have, like, the warming stuff. But there's more things that I think I would be able to oh, use yeah. from Harbor Freight. Like, a generator... Like a cheap um, grinder, a, <laughs> yeah. Like belt grinder. There's a a cheap tabletop belt grinder that I've been looking at getting. Um, so I think there's a lot more garage tools that I would definitely, definitely get a lot right. of. Design. And even though it's Harbor Harbor Freight, Harbor Freight, um, I think I would definitely go with that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if the increase in their prices means that there's an increase of the quality. I think no they way. Just, Are you serious? They're, well, because they got pricing. in trouble for advertising like cut from. <laughs> It was a thing. They Have were false advertising. The they There's were saying a- that stuff was ninety nine dollars, and then they're only selling it for twenty. And they're and the Did they get in trouble for it. Yeah, it usually <laughs> says like compared to. That's now. That's new. It didn't uh, used to it, say no. It used to say to was. It used to say was ninety nine, and now uh, and now it well, says yeah. compared they to. Do. I've seen both even for a long time. Yeah, because it'll especially like. Well, this is a little. This is a while ago. They got in trouble for I it. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, yeah. they that's got in funny. trouble for saying what? Because they're like, you can't keep saying this. There's a hilarious meme that like somebody went and they photoshopped the entire catalog for Harbor Freight. It's like a three or three to five page meme, and it's like all of the catalog stuff, and it's just like. <laughs> Like satirizing everything, like lose yeah. a finger, and it's like oh, oh, these yeah, tools that are like don't really do anything. <laughs> I, I got, I tell you, I got a Harbor Freight drill press, and every time I use it, I have to like, like, <laughs> you know, center the the bit. Yeah. Every time I change bits, I have to. I wish I had like a runout tool. What if I had a Harbor Freight runout tool, and it was just like, yeah, this is perfect. You know what I got from them? Bit. I have like a little uh, tool. It's like a rolling thing that you sit on, um, a, like a, a porta potty. Yeah, yeah. One of those <laughs> granny uh, walk. 
walker? <laughs> it's called a walker, Jay. I get a lot of have. use out of that. I've yeah. got a walker in my garage, actually. Sweet. Um, and a no, but it, it, it's like a tool. It's like a rolling tool cart, but you sit on it. Okay. Um, I get tons of use out of that. It was like less than a hundred bucks, and I have. I, it's got three drawers, and I keep all of the tools that I use frequently because I can't really be on my feet. Yeah. Um. So whenever I work on my bike, I try to like do it sitting down as Bro, much. Bro, you possible. should learn to levitate. Yeah, I'm tr- practicing all different types of things. Yeah, <laughs> I just read this cool thing from, in, you know, all the other things coming from India. People are getting back into that stuff. But, uh, meditation, levitation, But all the that. thing is, when I put it together, the wheels... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell me. It wouldn't roll properly because it would hit the outside bar, like the lower yeah. part of the... St- so I had to modify it. Let's is- see. I have toolboxes here. Craftsman. And Husky, which is like a cheaper version of Craftsman, and then Storehouse, which is Harbor Freight. I don't think I need to tell you which one like is kind of wonky and wobbly and has dented just the weight in it has dented the bottom a little bit. I think I can we can assume which one, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, Wiggins, yeah. this is uh, which one, Cycle Gear or Harbor Freight? And they're they're both like I know that's why this is such a, a good question. Junk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like, and and a second a follow up question to that. Don't let me forget it. Oh, I think I'd go with Harbor Freight too. Yeah. Originally, I was thinking Cycle Gear because I can just buy what I want at Harbor Freight. <laughs> but then I was like, what the fuck would I do with all that crap from Cycle Gear? <laughs> right. Because because yeah, the ferry waves a one, and you have to take the whole catalog. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I, I think like like I can said, I the- sell it off when I'm done. Sure. Yeah. It's up to you. It's up to you. Because I said like the underlayers and stuff I've gotten from Cycle Gear, but I think I've seen some like flannels and clothes at Harbor Freight too. Yeah. So. Here's the deal. You can build your new workshop to make everything that you find <laughs> at uh, Cycle Gear at Harbor Freight, but you can't <laughs> buy anything at Cycle Gear to yeah. make what you can find that's, at that's Harbor why, Freight. Yeah, I think I would also go, even though I love, I love the smell of Harbor Freight. Is that weird? You like the smell of Bengay and old men farts? No, I love the smell of like cheap Chinese rubber and all sorts of weird <laughs> chemicals I've never smelled before. Um, and that weird like powder coating scent. Oh, that so like had. when you walk by it, you get all lightheaded. Yeah. I know exactly God what you're dang. talking about. There's uh, like this rubber stuff. Yeah. That was at uh, the last time we went there, it was like um, rubber mats. And I was like, just from like 20 yeah. feet away. It's almost, you could almost see the like yeah. toxic chemicals you know, rising. I was from gonna it. say it I'm was, surprised they are allowed to sell that in California. They can't. They definitely can't manufacture oh, it here. They probably have a lawsuit in a couple of years. Well, because the um, I guarantee EPA emissions also covers, um, you know, like nox, oh, yeah. noxious they're, they're emissions. Just, they're kind of like one of those companies where they're gonna try to get yeah. away with it as long as possible, and then once they get a slap on the wrist, then they stop. But well, I, I mean, know exactly what you're talking I don't about think I don't know if that's real, but I think. Just because it's an import, it bypasses all that shit. But you definitely walk through those aisles where shit's gassing out, and you're like, "Oh damn, I'm gonna walk through this aisle yep. a couple times." Yep. Kids, kids, hold your breath. <laughs> Run through here. Daddy's gonna spend a minute in this aisle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For some weird reason, I love motorcycle gear, and I always feel like I don't have what I'm looking for when I need it. But at the same time, God, the cheap tools. There's such an an allure. I was actually going to say cycle gear because there's so many things I want motorcycle related that I have never gotten up to this point. And for the most part, even at Harbor Freight, like if I want something, it it takes like like what something that you would yeah like what's something you would want from well you know what. You know what I want uh, or from Cycle Gear? Yeah. Oh, just like a, a Senna headset or something. Mm. Or just like even a built helmet with one of that 
crummy ones in there. Do they have Bluetooth on the belts? They do. Yeah, they, they do. They, they have just something. Came out with just them. think if someone would have like given him a nice helmet. <laughs> and he would ever wear it. Yeah, I wear that thing all the time. I can't wear it at night though. That's you a problem. You can gift it to somebody else who would get more use out of it. You can put a clear flip down in it. I because that one has the flip down thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't you put a clear front and then you can do that? Use too. the flip do down. Still, but I don't have a f- do dude. There's been the, uh, there has been days this summer where I had the flip down and the freaking shield because it was bright as all mm-hmm. get out. Like over the summer, a couple days when it was when it was like 118. Not only was it hot, it was bright. Yeah, that wasn't this summer. That was last summer. But still, this summer there were some bright ass days, and that flipped down. I was gonna say, do you still have the the quota for or what's it called? I don't know. I I was told I was getting signed up this year, and I haven't heard anything. And it's like September. It's not this year yet. Hit him up. It's actually December, bro. You better check your calendar. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Because ever since oh. we had that we conversation about uh, them offering better wim- women's gear, I piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, it's hard for me. I think I would, I think I would go with cycle gear just cause I think I've bought everything I want from Harbor Freight and none of it works very good. Mm-hmm. I would be better. Um, oh, here's the deal though. After going to Joe's mini bike and realizing that like 99% of those motors, I shouldn't say that I'm going to say a fair amount of those motors were, uh, Harbor Freight, like predator motors. And that's like, people were talking about like, Oh, the predators, this and that. And like, uh, even when I went to Pismo and we rented a little dune buggy, I think the the motor there was like 400 cc, um, just Harbor Freight V twin. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, there would be some fun cobbling that would happen. <laughs> I would take their crappy Harbor Freight welder that I have and buy, go buy some tubing and uh, get a crappy Harbor Freight motor. That, that's the thing that is good about Harbor Freight is yeah, they make. Like it's not for somebody who's a pro, but it's good for somebody like say for me where I don't have a lot of money, but I want to like learn how to weld. And yeah, it's a crappy fucking welder. But once you kind of start to build up your skill set and you can do better jobs, then that's when you upgrade to something that's more quality. I think it's entry level level crap stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of stuff. It all depends what you need and what your like task is. And and honestly, like they're nice ratchets and stuff. Like my toolbox that goes to the racetrack. It's mostly Harbor Freight stuff. Yeah. I have it's this, like hit or miss because sometimes everyone puts their fucking hands in and it doesn't put shit back. Yeah. So yeah. it's it, not worth having nice stuff. I do have to say that Harbor Freight also, since they got busted, you know, a few years back and like had to say uh, that this is the price of stuff, um, I noticed that they have a, a line now, a, a line of stuff. I don't know if it's the same brand. Maybe they just have like a tier where there is some expensive stuff. Mm. And it's just, it's not like, like the generators aren't Honda generator expensive, but they're more expensive than like 59 bucks like Mm. you used to get. And it's like, wow, they're, they're doing something where these things are a little bit more expensive and more people are finding them comparable to. Well, the thing is, they they also have like nicer stuff now too. You know why though? It's like tiered. You can buy the dollar stuff or the $50 I don't know if Sears went Filed bankruptcy, but like right. you can't get, and that's where I would always get all my craftsman right. stuff. That was so a couple. That was a few years ago too, right? right? Yeah. So I think that maybe they are seeing that the market is shrinking, and so they're going to try to capitalize or, on that. And there's more of them. I feel like, too. yeah, yeah. Or they bought out, Sears and they have a better supply. variety of tools. Because craftsmen aren't made in the U.S. anymore, are they? No. Craftsmen aren't made in the U.S. Well, and I don't know what else is. I mean, I feel like you can get a. A, a lot wider variety at Harbor Freight. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. They used to only have like the cheap stuff, and now I feel like they have tiered. Well, my levels. question I, is, I like started. 
I started making knives on a Harbor Freight sander. I, I modded it a little bit, and then I made a batch and was able to pay with another. That's what like, I exa- that proves exactly. That's that exactly one. what I was saying. Like, uh, I think it's good for entry level shit. You learn because you don't want to buy like something expensive and then fuck it up. Yeah. You know, I think it's good to to just kind of learn, figure out, and and maybe if it's not for you or whatever, you didn't have like a huge investment that you had to put into it. Yeah. But my question is going back to cycle gear. Um, I know Cycle Gear and Revzilla had a partnership many years ago, mm. and my question is, why didn't, why hasn't Revzilla capitalized on like, because they could offer so much more at the Cycle Gear stores if there was more of that inventory at Cycle Gear. I thought Revzilla you know? and Cycle Gear were direct competitors. No, they partnered. I don't know if they are still partners, but there was like a big email and it was like really big, like man, five years ago, four or five years ago. I don't know. But I, I, cycle gear just to me, the problem with them now is they carry too much of their house brand and they don't have anything else. Well, that's the thing is like when the whole uh, partnership with Revzilla happened, people started, they got excited. A lot of uh, comments on forums were talking about how they were excited because now you could get a lot of the cool, um, higher end brands that Revzilla offered at you know a, a local shop that's near you, like especially if there's you know you're looking for a tracksuit or something that is a little bit harder to find, you could you know try it on at a local cycle gear. But that never came to fruition. So I'm I was just curious if you knew anything about that or or what your thoughts were on that. You know, it's been so long since I paid attention to either of those. I mean, I used to, Revzilla was always, you know, ride to side, uh, watch the side and ride or whatever the hell their thing was. People would always go to Revzilla to find out what was good and then never buy anything from them. But yet they were like the biggest online. Um, I've bought like thousands of dollars. Right. They were the biggest online uh, retailer. And, and Cycle Gear is luckily has brick and mortars, right? That's the only right. reason Cycle Gear is around versus Revzilla. Um, but I did never know they were a partnership. I thought they were like direct. Uh, no, no, they were. They they were a partnership because people were saying, "Well, is Revzilla taking over?" Because there was talk about Cycle Gear or one of them buying e- the other one out. But then they sent out a- an email specifically addressing the issue, and they said, "No, it's a partnership." At the time, but then I never heard anything else of right. it. Right. So I have an update from 2016, February 5th. Uh, report Revzilla. To sell to cycle gears. Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, that might be, yeah. And so it says an update. Um, Revzilla was not acquired by Cycle Gear. Instead, it announced that it's partnering with JW Childs, which is the private equity firm that owns Cycle Cycle Gear, to form a new holding company that will own both Cycle Gear and so Revzilla. then it's just all back end investment. Uh, yeah, it's just the investment bankers that own That's one bullshit. and own the other two. So it's just all money. They're still probably the operated as totally separate companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, what does Revzilla offer that? Because Revzilla, the, well, you know what would be good. A good t- feature is like because I I've always gone back to Revzilla because they've been really good about their returns. I've had lots of like for instance, Ashley had some riding boots and she couldn't find anywhere where she could try on women's riding boots and it, she didn't want to like it was just such a hassle. So she went through like three different styles. And she had to return them, but all the returns were actually fairly smooth each time. And even one time when is she this was Revzilla or Cycle Revzilla. Gear? Revzilla. Okay. And so she had bought a pair, and they were like supposedly had all these great reviews, and she had worn them for two months, 
And the fucking the the part that's supposed to be the extra stitching on the the toe for shift the shifting, it just peeled right off. Huh. And so she emailed them and she sent them pictures and she was like, "This is like bullshit. This is not quality." And they they returned it. So cycle gear is really good at that too. It's like five years, right? Everything you bought is like in their system, right? That but the, people were talking about like it would be cool if you bought something from Robzilla and then take it back to Cycle Gear. Oh, uh, do a Kohl's exactly, Amazon exactly, sort of thing. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, and I get it. Like Mag is a little bit weird too because Mag owns so many different um, companies that are kind of direct competitors, except for that they're in different markets. Like you, you would never find like Cruiser Parts on a motocross. Website, right? Mm-hmm. But in a in a strange way, Mag is sort of like this JW Child sounding thing where they have com- competing um, companies just in different, uh, not different markets even, but just they have to operate them separately because. And I don't know if bringing them together. It's kind of like well, GE. GE owns like so much. Yeah, shit. I know. Yeah. I know. And you're like, they're like oh, separate, no. right? You know what? Um, I don't see the harm in it though either. Uh, on the other hand, because if you have an online dealer only, which Revzilla is, uh, to my knowledge, right? There's no brick and mortar. Revzilla is only they, I think online. in Philly, they do have a, uh, what do you call it? A showroom. They have a showroom That could be possible where they film all the stuff. And yeah. Because, yeah, Philly yeah. is where that article came out So of. you can actually, yeah, you can buy stuff in, at the Philly. It's like right. the, the headquarters, but that's it. Yeah. Else. When I used to be into VW racing, um, a lot of that is the same because a lot of Baja dudes, you know, they you can buy... Uh, there's a showroom for everything. Mm-hmm. There was one place to go in SoCal for everything, and like they were the number one rated thing. And they had a showroom that was like will call only because really it was also their distribution warehouse that just had a showroom in it. It wasn't like they had brick and mortars all over, right? Just like I'm guessing that's Revzilla. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would have been an interesting partnership, I guess, because the Coles Amazon thing has really taken off. The only reason that is is because I think Amazon got sick of people clumsily putting stuff in the mail. It's, I've used that feature because I didn't know that they were partners until I went to Amazon and I was like, okay, return process. And it was like, you can go to a local Kohl's. And I was like, what? That's even closer yeah. and less of a hassle. And so, it's been pretty easy. Right. And but they're not directly competing necessarily. I guess it is sort of like a Revzilla Psycho Gear. Here's the thing I'm wondering. A lot of people, and this is according also to Phil from Cleveland Moto. I don't know how accurate these numbers are or if this statement carries any water, but um even though it was said by Phil Waters, zing. Um they were saying that um basically Where's my stupid Yeah, dad joke. <laughs> anyway, they were saying that um Cycle Gear, well, actually, Revzilla gave these great um, reviews of stuff, right? Or Cycle Gear has the stuff there, and people would go in, and I forget which way they were saying it happened. Either either Revzilla was given great reviews, and people would watch it and then go buy it somewhere else. That, that's or, probably highly likely. Yeah, that's how, what I would always do. I think he was saying something like. Um, like at his shop and, and at other just independent shops, people come in, try a helmet on, and then go buy it for cheap on Amazon. Oh, that or was like, on uh, Cleveland Moto's thing. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that episode. Yeah. Because we had kind of talked about something similar to that at that time too. That's what I'm wondering where the Cycle Gear Revzilla rivalry would have maybe like – The problem with that because I've, I've done that a few that times myself. Kind of like a, if you can't beat them, join them type deal yeah. Too, yeah. with Cycle Gear and Revzilla. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they joined forces, yeah, maybe they wouldn't be cannibalize each other in a way. I mean, I'm not 100 sure. Yeah, they would be. They would probably say, "Hey, let's work out a competitive." Yeah, I'm just trying to think of ways to deal. like expand the offerings because 
Yeah, there's so many times where I walk into a cycle gear because I usually go there for something specific that I need either urgently, like uh, like I said, tires or, but I'm not I'm not like like last time we went there we had to get uh, one of Ashley's tires and the the nice thing is that there's a location where they actually um, install the tire and swap it out. Um, for cheaper than the local dealer that's by us. And she's like, oh, do you want to, like, look around and get, and, like, is there anything you need? <laughs> just like, no. <laughs> you know, like, it's not, I'm, I'm not like, oh, like, let's check out what, what they have. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, if they have expanded their, their offerings, they might do a little bit better, but hmm. whatever. I never thought of that. Um, Wigs, I want to ask you, do you have any events coming up? Nope. No races coming up or anything? Uh, Mom, are you going to Mama Tried this year? I have no idea. Yeah. Waiting on Harley to know. And I'm skipping the Born Free Whoops. race next weekend. Right. The Stampede, right? Is that what it is? is yeah. It's like one of the five Stampedes they have a year now. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, I'm going to go and rewind this episode and see if you said the magic word. I haven't heard it, but I haven't been paying that good of attention either. So just wondering if you were going to have to wear, ride. <laughs> the next time you ride, you have to throw balloons on your bike. And if it's at the stampede, it's at the stampede. It's so funny because I just watched the oh, It I, chapter two. I didn't say so I, <laughs> whatever you're, that thing that you wanted me to say. Okay. <laughs> and I can't trick you into saying it, you don't think? <laughs> we'll see by the end of the show. Um, so what I want for Christmas this year is, uh, I don't know, I just want a hard drive. I want that for my birthday, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not like big Christmas celebrators, especially me and my wife. Like, we I, I, we like to celebrate the um, the Spanish pooping log, where you cover a log with a blanket and beat it to death, and it poops out gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like a Ren and Simpy? Oh, I don't know. Did they the did they talk about that? Oh, a log. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would like log for. You know what? I I really want to do is um get into some hardcore metal shaping this uh winter, and um it has been winter here in SoCal. It's been raining for like the last <laughs> like four days or five. It well, actually dipped oh, into the forties. Yeah. Over the last week, it has rained like four or five days. Let's yeah. put it that way. It hasn't been raining for four or five days straight, but it has rained, and I was like, what the heck? Um, yeah. Yeah, did you guys see my Krampus lights outside? No. Uh oh. What are Krampus lights? The lights on the house, so he knows where to come and. Are they special lights? Who to beat? Different than. <laughs> than regular Christmas <laughs> yeah. lights. Yeah, because Krampus comes to this house. He's bringing us. He's bringing me a golden stick so I can beat the shit out of a log and get a bunch of presents, and then I'm gonna convert to the Jewish. Judaism? I'm going to convert to Hanukkah. The Hanukkah religion? I'm going to convert to Hanukkah so I can get eight days of gifts. <laughs> this is going to be the best year I've had on this earth yet. This place um, looks like morale patches. <laughs> and as they start looking at birthday cakes on uh, Instagrizzle, um, we're at an hour and eight minutes. Did and you say we're doing a New Year's episode or is this part? Is this a New Year's episode? Let me pause the recorder and we'll talk about <laughs> it off air. Sure. All right. And we're back, and it turns out that it's the year 2021, and we <laughs> accidentally skipped a whole year of podcasting. Just kidding. All right, for this week, we're doing the Moto Scan. We're going to continue. We did a br- brief huddle, real quick, a real quickie. I mean, and none of us are prepared 
uh, to be totally honest, none of us are prepared for this moto scan. I just now, <laughs> I just now announced what we were talking about, but now that we know what, uh, we're all on the same page, um, we're going to be doing our little scan. We're shooting a laser at our, at our motorcycles and this is every genre of motorcycles. So it applies to some and not to others, but we hit, we hit, we accidentally hit the handlebars first. Cause I was thinking of naked bikes when I thought of this, but if we account for all motorcycles, the windshield, when you're scanning from the top down and the front back, really comes first. And then the fairing and then the handlebars. So we kind of jumped ahead a tad bit, and we won't do that anymore because I want to be uh, – I don't want to start jumping around like an idiot and then lose track of stuff. So the windshields, as Jay – as in our little huddle we were talking, what's the difference between a windshield and a fairing? Because we're going to be talking about fairings this week, and the difference is like if you think of like a – a Suzuki uh, Boulevard, like the C50T versus the M109R uh, and versus like a Road King or a uh, versus, you know, a Road King versus Road Glide. If you're talking Harley Davidson's, um, the the Road Kings and the C50Ts have windshields and windshields only. There's no extra fairing on there. And the other bikes like the Road Glides has a fairing that the windshield bolts to mm-hmm. and the M109R doesn't even have a windshield. It just has a fairing. Yeah, it kind of has like a cowl around the headlight, but it's like the front fairing of it. And so windshields and fairings are very different. They bolt they on sport bikes, especially they one bolts to the other. And a lot of times on touring bikes and even standard bikes that have a fairing and a, um, windscreen or a windshield, they usually bolt to each other. But here's the deal with fairings. Wiggins brought up a good point. When we're talking about cruisers, fairings are where it's at. Fairings keep the wind off of you. A lot of times, like the Harley-Davidson Batwing fairings that have been around forever, the friggin' wind jammers that we were talking about a couple weeks ago because Vetter was like, every bike needs this. Well, my question is, because uh, you, you've ridden with the Batwing, right? Like the big street glide style? Because I've never ridden that. Does yeah. it really keep the wind off of you? Oh, yeah. Like, it, like yeah. it's just... Yeah. It's, so to- it's it totally... Not, well, not only does the windshield mount to it, which pushes the air up over your head, but then that front thing, the whole fairing, it has like little inlets by the forks that lets air come back so that you don't overheat. Because that's another thing. My buddy was riding... Um, he said he got really hot riding um, well, it's his kind of a mix, Like We've talked about the Goldwing, like it sucks to wear a full face helmet because there's no wind in your mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. moving through your helmet. Okay. So, which a lot of them now have added vents below, uh, yeah, below the windshield yeah. of Especially them. Especially a lot the of the Gold new Wing cruisers. Has, a lot of the yeah. new Harleys all have it. So there's definitely like that side of fairings too, where you, you are in like this little bubble and it sucks also. So it's like finding that happy medium. But yeah, I mean on the road glide and the street glide, um, they're just kind of like on the upper part of the bike, so your legs are still out in the wind unless you get like those knee right. guard things. Yeah, and okay. those are those um, come on the new so ultras. Does, does that, that add? Yeah. I would assume that does that add a significant amount of drag, or is it I'm still sure, aerodynamics? But the torque it's actually the- probably adds aerodynamics. Okay, that's true it's too. Big, right? So you're pushing a bigger hole in the wind, but it's a smooth shape. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So it's actually going to do better. Um, uh, I don't remember where I heard I know I heard it from my dad. I don't know where he heard it from. But, like, they claim, like, a lot of, like, four-cylinder like, naked bikes, like an old CB750, has as much drag for its size as, like, a semi-truck. Probably, yeah. Wow. Because they're just, I mean, you're pushing a flat motor through the air, yeah. right? Yeah. So the fairings actually help. You know, they're 
they're heavier, you know, you're adding weight to the bike, but that, not that much. And they are big, but really, and on a big bike with all a lot of torque, like you're overcoming that resistance anyway. Yeah, and really the benefit of it's rider fatigue. Yeah, like that's why the big fairing's nice. You're gonna have less rider fatigue. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, because of my experiences, like riding either on a sportster, which you're basically out in the wind, or with a naked bike. So I'm, my experience is mainly from just riding. Yeah. Blasting through the wind with no yeah. fairings. Oh. My my Magna had a windshield, not a fairing, um, and otherwise it was a naked bike. And yeah, I never really thought about wind fatigue. Hell, riding Spamala to Vegas and back uh, five or six times. Um, I know all about wind fatigue. I've done yeah. <laughs> so many trips on I, a naked bike. It's just right. been torture. Like three or four hundred mile stretches on on Spamla with no on a little bike, full throttle in the wind just to survive. No, right? I, no, because like we went <laughs> to Burt's, blasted by semis. We went to Burt's a couple weeks ago and we sat on a massive gold wing. And Ashley got on the back and she's like, "I could fall asleep." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, I told her, I said, if I make it to fifty. It is mandatory that that's what I'm buying for my birthday. Yeah. Dude, I, I've i ridden on the back of a Goldwing, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. No, I, I used to always dog on Goldwings and, like, uh, you know, big couches flying through there. But I was like, as I get older, especially with yep. all my fucking injuries and yep. shit, I'm just like, no, I'm done. I, well, like, you're going to be on a can This is what I said about, no, absolutely <laughs> right. not. Fuck you. I will always the be on two wheels. probably, like, harder to ride. No. Like, I'll, other than it won't fall over. If but I like, can't lane split, then I. because you have to actually push the bars yeah, and you yeah, can't yeah. lean. The day and that I can't, can't no, split. the day that I can't lane split, the day that I am dead to motorcycles okay. because that's what I love right. about like, it. But a Goldwing's hard to lane split because it's so big. But yeah, a yeah. Goldwing rides like a lot smaller bike, dude. They are insane. Well, and I would also probably bob it out a bit just because that's no, my. You won't. They have the new F six B. It's the really it's with, really hard once you start taking stuff off of them. If you've ever seen one yeah, taken apart, yeah, 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 it's yeah. really hard to there's like. A, there's right. not yeah. Everything not is interconnected. Yeah. yeah, and if you're gonna ride a passenger, you're gonna want the backrest yeah. and the, the third back. Yeah, no, and you know what? Also, like at Babe's Ride Out too, I was like, I was joking about all of like the trailers and and everyone on the big old couches, but I was just like. No, I'll, I'll do that in a few years. Dude. <laughs> it's going to be me in a few The Nokomoto bros sent me this rad picture of two dudes on gold wings fucking <laughs> sending it in this like little motocross oh, track yeah, in no, the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, they're capable. Awesome. <laughs> they're fast as fuck. Yeah, yeah. and they're fast. They really no, are. and I think, who is the one who did that? Have you seen that blue one? It's like a baby blue. It was steady. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Oh, um, they like that is, uh, I saw that. I don't know where I saw it. Was yeah. it at IMS? It was at the OG show. Yeah, no, and it's I been saw all it. Over. And, they, and they think they did have it at IMS. It was at IMS, yeah, because yeah, I remember I saw it up close because I remember when I saw it online. It's beautiful. When I saw it yeah. online, I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Right. And when I saw it in person, it's even better. Right. It's uh, really beautiful. To bring it back to our conversation, to the topic, the Motoscan, you can't do that on a naked bike. They right. had a big fairing to work with, to style with. And they did such a good job. And it if you look so at amazing. some of the stuff like Unknown Industries does, they and, and any of these new bagger dudes that are bringing back that 70s like paneling style paint jobs on these things, yep. the one thing about a fairing that's nice except for besides wind protection is that A, on a lot of the bigger cruisers um, from Kawasaki to Harley-Davidson, all your speakers goes up there and all your CB radios and everything gets mounted in that fairing. Wiggins brought up a good point where like the Batwing style fairings are mounted to the front suspension so the headlight turns with them, kind of like, you know, the... Um, the uh, street glide and stuff, but the road glide and the ones with the, the specifically the Harley Davidson shark fin ones and some of the Indian uh, 
uh, ones that are boxy in the front and not um, batwingy in the front, they are also mounted rigid to the bike, just like the VFR has. It when you turn the handlebars, the headlights stay yeah, turned. Yeah, so, so I have a funny story about that. Um, Ashley, uh, one of our our friends, Sonia, came down and she brought her versus. Um, with her and um, we were going to go for a ride and we wanted to like ride her bike so Ashley was like oh I'll take the verses out and so she got the she got on the bike and she was ready to take off but she was not aware of the that they were not mounted together right. so when she went to move the handlebars she was taking off she was looking at the front end expecting <laughs> right, right. to move and it didn't and she was like processing that and then like kind of slowly went down on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were like, what happened? And she was like, well, I was looking at the front end and yeah. I was moving it, okay, but right. it wasn't moving. Right, but, right. So, yeah, that, that was... Yeah, it definitely, it feels weird too when you're in a corner for the, you know, the first time on a bike with, when you've been on one. Like, if you go from dirt it's awesome, you know, to have the headlight point to where you're, where you're pointing. Because a lot of times in dirt, you don't counter steer if you're in certain types of corners, you know, um, and to have the point where you point. The other thing is that, like, uh, you know, when you're expecting it to turn and, mm-hmm. yeah, like that, it can be disorienting. And it was it was crazy for me the first time I ever rode a sport bike in a corner to, to yeah, have, like, the bars, like, turning mm-hmm. and just the front end. Yeah, you know, you can't, you shouldn't be looking at the bike anyway, but you do, it kind of catches your attention. It does yeah. feel weird. Um, and and speaking to that, um, fairings can be these huge fairings like we're talking about on baggers and you know gold wings and and any sort of cruiser that might have even an added fairing to the little. Sometimes they even call them speed screens. Technically, uh, the word cowl comes from. Actually, it comes from fashion. The, the a hood that you wear is a cowl, and just your face pops through it. So a lot of times you can call something a cowl that just has a headlight popping through it and it just surrounds the headlight. But it's also can be called a fairing. The dustbin fairings of the old race bikes from the 1950s were crazy. They call them dustbins because it literally looks like a huge trash can Mm -hmm. on the front. It used to cover the wheels sometimes. And sometimes the whole front end was enclosed in like what you would associate now with like land speed racers where the whole front end you can't you can't even see the front wheel turning it's turning in there somewhere but the whole front end literally looks like one of those uh like that bmw that was on um and all the hipster stuff a couple of years ago, you know what I'm talking about? The low BMW that was like a, it looked like a land speed racer. It was like at the one oh, yeah, show yeah. and like, it yeah. had like a weird front fairing. It was very like, yeah, it was like constructed out of triangles or something. But mm. yeah, like that where the whole front end is covered. You can't even see it. It almost looks like a sidecar bike, right? Oh yeah. Um, but you know, the old dustbin fairings on the 250s and stuff like that back in the, you know, when Isle of Man, the biggest bike was like a 300 or 500 is because that the the smaller bikes were just getting massive amounts. Like the old CBX that Wiggins always talked about, that like 125 six-cylinder, like crazy thing, had a huge uh, fairing on the front. And so they can be anything from a little tiny, you know, technically a wind thing that doesn't really even do anything to a whole huge shroud that they also add they can be a buffer like protection they can and going back to the wind thing for sure and like for the bike if you crash yeah 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 absolutely yeah because that's what i've heard a lot of really expensive buffer yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no uh sonia again like when she had she talked about this on the misfits podcast where she had the ducati the v4 and her buddy took it out and then like 
totally crashed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like several thousand dollars oh, yeah. worth. Oh, yeah. Especially Ducati. Oh, she just yeah. got a brand new V4 and and, so and he crashed it, crashed it right uh. away. Yeah. The, he was like, oh, like we'll trade bikes. And they went to trade bikes and he went down on it. And it was just like. Right. Oof. When I heard that story, I was just like, my heart was aching. Was right. Like, no, An- another bike. bummer <laughs> is like. Uh, and it took like a year to get everything replaced. Oh, I'm sure. Because in, in Italy during the summer. Time, Everyone's, the factory closes. Yeah. Like they stop. Like everyone's like, down in Ibiza, <laughs> not Ibiza, in uh, like in um, what's it called? Down in, in Greece, jamming out on mm-hmm. the beaches. Um, another thing, like when Swiggy from Nokomoto dropped the uh, their Norge or something like that, or the Aprilia. Uh, yeah, I think it was the Norge. Yeah, it? so th- which has like one. very rare, yeah. you know, or your bike, yep. even if it's not like a expensive, it's older and this, rare yeah. now. Now you can't get replacement mm-hmm. bearings for it. Even with the VFR, man, the VFR is crazy because I've been looking around and the only body kits now are basically from like Dubai or some shit or like some place in like Europe that still like makes these or from like a racing, you have to buy like a racing kit, but then you got to cut everything Wait, out for the street. The body kits for what bike? The VFR. You can't, oh, really? no OEM parts are available anymore. And the body kits that you have, that you get from are like pretty much track only. So if you wanted to make it street legal again, you got to like cut out all that, ream out the holes do, through the uh, do fiberglass. Do manufacturers have like a, like a. It's like a, seven or 10 years. Yeah. It is. It's not okay. that long. It's not very long at all. However, when Mr. Honda was alive, and this has been a while, he made. Honda made parts for every motorcycle they had ever produced. If you had a 1965 CB 250 or something and you needed something for it, you could go to a Honda dealership. It might have to ship from Japan. Yeah. But you could go to a Honda dealership and get it because that was what he wanted. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about now that because I was thinking about when I popped on fresh the fresh handlebars. On, oh, that's another thing I did. Um, I replaced my bent handlebars Ooh. on the banana um, as I was thinking about, I was like, oh man, this bike is, is getting up there in age. And it was making me kind of sad. Cause I was just like, I love this bike so much, but you know, like I found out that when the tank was dented, it was like a thousand dollars and nobody had it. And, um, it, I, it just made me think about like being extra <laughs> careful right. because I don't want to uh, no. like get a part that's going to be really really hard to source. Right. And that's the, that's the thing about um Suzuki's, you know, SV650s, uh the RC51. Um it's especially, you know, when I when, this is stupid to talk about four wheels. We should never do it on this podcast again, <laughs> but when I raced Volkswagens and they were still making them up until 2004 down in Mexico, but once a once they quit making them, Parts all of a sudden, the prices went way mm-hmm. up, right? So, like when you break your car, <laughs> but it's the wrong kind of brake. Uh, <laughs> ah, man, he was, he was saving that yeah. one up, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm gonna go back in editing and listen. For, I'm gonna scrutinize every word that came out of his mouth, and I'm gonna slow it down if it comes if I hear it. Um, Sorry, I gotta take yeah, this filter off. Bules yeah. are bules are a huge pain in the ass too. Yeah, well, because they're sportsters that aren't really sportsters, and if you look in the Buell catalog if you're trying to reference part number to harley it doesn't work because buell it's even though they were even yeah. though they were the same parts possibly he <sighs> used different they numbers fucking different. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so the fairing thing is uh like you're saying it could be a very expensive uh to go down on that that's why a lot of people make frame sliders they also house a lot of times nowadays they house um the 
they're very important because the air ducting is coming through there, and a lot of frames like the Delta Box, the uh, Yamaha frames, and and most most uh, frames that are like sport bike um, and world superbike like homologated, you know, like the ZX10R. I can think of a lot of the Ninjas actually, the Yamahas. Um, I'm pretty sure the CB1000 has this. In the front of the frame, it's hollow because that hole right under in the fairing, right underneath the headlight, or right between the two head. If it's got two headlights, um, that hole goes right through the frame into a duct that plugs into that on the backside, and that goes into your mm-hmm. intake. So the fairings are not only wind protection; they're also air ducting to your engine. They're also an extremely expensive uh, frame protector, <laughs> and they're also one of the most highlighted things when you look at race bikes um or custom bikes you know it doesn't have to be a they, race bike they also make the bike more stable that's true especially the winglets and are all they that stuff. generally met like like buffering in the yeah, wind yeah, yeah. They help smooth everything and make it a lot are they generally because i hear a lot of sport bike guys re- refer to it as plastics is that usually the material i mean a plastic is the oem ones are plastic okay. but you you know if you hear like a dirt bike guy talking about plastics plastics usually just you is a generic term for body panels, but specifically, like dirt bikes don't have fairings; they still have plastics, though. Mm. And but the yeah. dirt bike ones are more plasticky than the yeah. sport bike ones. They're like flexible plastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially but the sport bike ones are. They are plastic. They're yeah. painted, but they're still plastic. Yeah, they are. Um, the aftermarket ones are uh, aftermarket ones are usually glass, though. Yeah, or fiberglass. And mm-hmm. a big, huge thing is carbon fiber. Uh, now, a lot of times, some of the guys that make. Um, Race bikes, it's, it's carbon. You're usually smashing up carbon fiber. So, what's the, the benefit of carbon fiber besides the lightweight? Is there other elements? Technically, it's, it's supposed to be a, a st- lot more money, and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like are they sturdier? It should be stronger. Uh, yeah. Here's the deal: like, if it's a good like autoclave carbon fiber, yeah, carbon fiber can is really resistant to breaking, but then once it breaks, it's broken. Right. 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 I mean, that's the thing about it is it, and it doesn't, um, you can't just gorilla glue it back together. You really can't make like <laughs> fiberglass breaks, but you can make carbon fiber breaks. It literally suppose from what I read about carbon fiber, this is years ago. So I don't know how accurate this was. Cause I was totally whacked out on Scooby snacks, um, <laughs> to quote the bloodhound gang. Um, carbon fiber, <laughs> I think does have some sort of actual carbon in it. And that's why you, how you, why you can use it on breaks and, Mm. And uh, stuff like that, brakes and brake pads and wheels and all this crazy stuff, because it does have like carbon, like threads or something. I'm, I thought I, that was the glass in it. No, it that's the carbon threads. fiber, because carbon fiber is the is the quote glass. It's mm-hmm. fiberglass is glass, you know, like little oh, glass okay. threads. Yeah, yeah, carbon yeah. fiber is fiber, okay, yeah, carbon fiber stuff, right? Right. The resin is what holds it all together. But so they're still held together by resin. But once the carbon fiber, it's really, really strong. And that's the that's the other thing is it's way stronger than like fiberglass and stuff. But once it does break, it breaks. Like fiberglass will same thing. It'll break, it breaks. But I think carbon fiber has a higher uh, It'll flex more, I think, before it breaks. It could be that too, yeah. And, and then, one of the benefits for like when they're doing frames out of it and swing arms out of it, one of the benefits with carbon fiber is like if you have an aluminum frame that would take 300 pounds of force on the front end, right? Whatever you did, a lever and a fucking weight, I don't know. Right. And on let's, an aluminum frame. Let's keep frame, it at fairings. Let's pretend you have an aluminum fairing. To keep it with the with well, the moto scan, weird, but sure, um, <laughs> it's not weird. You've seen these old the bikes I was talking uh, about. Did the you dust see okay. Dings? Dings so, <laughs> if you well, I don't know if it would work for fairings because 
aluminum like dents. This isn't like a dent. So All right. we, if yeah. you if you crashed your bike, like you hit a curb or something, right? So if your aluminum frame would take 300 pounds of force or fairing to the front wheel <laughs> and before it would break, right? Well, if you hit something and it was 200 pounds of force or 250, you fatigue that frame and it's junk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If carbon fiber took 300, and by the way, if aluminum took 300, carbon fiber would take like 400 or something, right? But if carbon fiber would take 300 pounds of force and you hit a curb with 299 pounds of force 100 times, carbon fiber is fine. Yeah. Hmm. When yeah. you hit 300, it breaks, but it, it would go to that point and so it doesn't fatigued. even, well, it doesn't fatigue it. Where aluminum, yeah. like, fatigue is a benefit. I'm not saying. On a fairing, I'm not 100% sure if carbon fiber scuffs as bad as fiberglass or plastic, even. Maybe it's more well, you're durable. You're still going to scuff your, uh, like, the paint and the gel coat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another benefit with carbon fiber is it's usually like, um, Vibration deadening too, or mm. deadening. So that's why it's that's one of the reasons. I mean, weight also, but the fatigue and the vibration is why it's so popular with bicycles. Yeah, and because they can make them in China for fucking twenty five dollars yeah. a piece and ship them over here. And, you and can't bicyclists do that with other stuff also can have fairings. I've seen some pretty sweet fairings. I've seen neoprene fairings mm. on bicycles. I don't think you would ever use that on a motorcycle, <laughs> especially on recumbents. I've seen a lot of crazy yeah. fairings. Yeah, the fa- where you like sit inside of your bike with your head bumped <laughs> yeah. out. Mm-hmm. The fastest guys, the people that the ones I saw that were trying to set world speed records were neoprene fairing so that it literally st- like sticks but you can stretch it to get into it but then once you're in it it's like hugging I don't think you would ever use neoprene on a motorcycle but that's an idea but yeah fairings for all things two wheeled fairings um, and also you know coming to the graphics and I started to mention it earlier where I I was trying to say like it's the most um, design heavy and I was saying like cruisers have those new panel like 70s paint jobs on them now. I've even seen a Honda Goldwing painted in Repsol. Um, <laughs> Repsol <laughs> uh, totally looked like a MotoGP bike yeah. but it was a Goldwing and I also seen a Kawasaki Ninja paint job like on a Vulcan Vaquero and then I, I saw a Harley Davidson with the John Deere paint job so fairings are also the front and center piece so, of the bike so they're super important design wise I had a question because the new I think it's the Indian FTR the gas tank is under the seat mm-hmm. as far as I understand so the tank is not like the front what we would think of the tank is not a gas tank mm-hmm. would that be considered a fairing at that point well, not a front it's just fairing. considered like a cover or right. It's probably an if the tank's under the seat, it's probably an airbox cover. Yeah. So yeah, that's another fair point that I didn't really make. Thinking of a laser shooting a bike from the front is that yeah, fairings actually can be from front to rear. I mean, the rear yeah. parts of the rear bodies. If you ever look at a Ducati or a S one thousand RR or the um, I think the R one S has this. Um, or the R1M, the back, the where your butt goes, technically is a fairing. Yeah. You're sitting on a seat, but the seat is attached to the rear body, and the rear body at that point is a fairing. It's got vents that are sucking the air coming, like Wiggins was talking about, making a pretty shape in the air. And on cruisers and stuff, the fairing literally is the front. And on sport bikes, um, any any cruiser that has like a front uh, fairing that's just in the front, and any ADV bike that has just a fairing in the front, they're, they're literally just the front pieces. But when we get into, if we're getting into to the minutia of stuff and sport bikes, for sure, even the belly pan is part of the fairing. And 
Yeah, so the butt and all that stuff too. When you're yeah, because even on the the banana, which is technically a naked bike. Well, I mean, yeah, it is well, a you have bike. a fearing. It also has. Well, Let's yeah, talk I have about the, your fearing. The, the the lampshade, right? Yeah, the lampshade, but also like I do have like behind me on where the passenger sits, there is the 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 bodywork. Yeah, you know, where the the tail light is, where that's yeah. all fairing is. For well. the most part, we're we usually like when I uh, when I talk to people that that. Uh, in my job, we call that the rear body, but technically, yeah. I mean, a lot of people call stuff different things too. Now we're calling them fairings. Other people might call them cowlings. Other people might call them claddings. For all you know, some people there's weird names across the industry. Um, and and if you go by the by the uh, if you're looking in like a part catalog from a manufacturer, man, they call them all different sorts of stuff. You never know. But the thing I wanted to get back to for the third time now is that this is where all the advertising is done, especially on sport bikes. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I brought up the Goldwing repped out like Repsol because somebody had gone to the trouble of making all these <laughs> Repsol graphics to fit a Goldwing body. That but that's amazing. a huge part of, uh, you know what I mean? When you're riding a, um, a sport bike around the track, mm-hmm. um, that's the first thing people see is like what your, who your sponsors are. And when you're leaned over and they can't even see the right, they just see one arm sticking up from behind mm-hmm. the tank and one leg coming over the seat because you're in the corner, they can see all the all the uh, sponsors on your fairing still. So that is a super important part of advertising. Um, not giant to billboard. Yeah. You're using, you're using the aerodynamic uh, design to also advertise uh, who helped you pay for that, I guess at some point. And as we've seen in the last like year through MotoGP where winglets were, um, Illegal and now they're legal again, mm-hmm. but World Superbike has different ones where the fairings have to have the integrated winglets. So the new Honda has them, and um, if you looked at it, it was pretty interesting the way they did, they did it. That's why the R6 and the um, R1 got redesigned too. They have the winglets still. For like Wiggins was saying, it does keep you from shifting around if the air is hitting you, yeah, just right. But the winglets keep you planted because bikes don't have big spoilers sticking off the back like cars do and they don't have them down in the front like formula one cars do except for the motor gp bikes mm. or unless you own an h2 but um at the same time like integrated into the fairings and stuff is like how they people have to do it nowadays and it and it really does keep you planted and it can push you down and and keep you from wheeling out of corners and all that stuff that they were designed to do in motor gp um, yeah, that's about all I have about fairings, except they're a super important part of the bike. They help, let's see, we covered wind fatigue, we covered styling and like advertising. We covered, that's where they house all your the, electronics and the stuff. The one last thing, yeah. The, and glove speaking boxes. Speaking about that, that I want to point that I wanted to make is I would really like to see, cause I know a lot of, you mentioned earlier how fairings, a lot of times, you know, especially in Harleys, it's like the speakers go in there mm-hmm. and, and all that. I wonder if manufacturers do have, cause I've talked about this several times about having like some sort of camera system mm-hmm. integrated into the front fairing i think that i would I mean i would huh. get a lot of use out of that just because it can be such a pain in the ass mounting like a gopro <clears throat> onto a bike yeah in if it was built in and integrated into like a fairing that would be pretty sick. right well you know um, Harley is one of the best. If you, I mean, okay, Kiriakin, see what's a Ciro 3D or whatever. Um, there's a lot of companies that make aftermarket stuff like that for motorcycles, but one of the biggest. There's a fairing like integrated with the camera? I mean, maybe. I'm or, guessing or, that somebody's that. thought of it, right? Yeah. So I'm just saying there's companies that make stuff like that, but Harley Davidson is one of the companies that has one of the fattest factory accessory 
catalogs that you'll ever see. So big, in fact, that they can't list every single part online or in the catalog. It's like sometimes if you have five years worth of catalogs, you can go back and look at a part number because they don't have enough room on their server or in their books to show it, right? They have a mount for friggin' everything. And my buddy, oddly enough, has a um, Road King that he just got rid of for a Road Glide, I think it was. And in his Road King, he had a cup holder. And the cup holder was to hold the CB because he used to have like the, you know, Mm -hmm. the CB in her. Now with the Road Glide, I think that he got, it is integrated. The CB is like a module that Mm. you buy and they slap it in and it's in her. You just plug your, there's like a little uh, on the gas tank, especially for the, the, um, a lot of the glides, like the big, you know, the touring models has like a, a pod, a seat comms pod that you can uh, stab your little headset into and it goes right into your um, helmet. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking, see, you push a little button on the on the handle and you're talking to all your buddies or your passenger or whatever. So yeah, it's, it, it is interesting, but there are some that have glove boxes that has, you know, nowadays, um, this is new on Harleys and I, I don't know about Indians and stuff, but the glove boxes have like MP3 chargers and yeah. ports because now it's plugging into your boom audio system. Yeah, yeah. And so you have like all the radio, a lot of the gauges, all that stuff, uh, especially on Harleys. Sport bikes, not so much, but but it's on the instrument cluster, which is covered by the fairing. But yeah, fairings are a super important part of of any motorcycle that has them. And if you have a motorcycle that doesn't have one and you t- or that has one and you take it off, it suddenly looks really yeah, weird. It looks like yeah. a skeleton. This is in the 90s in England. This is where street fighters came from. People would bust their yeah. bikes, especially Triumphs, take off the fairing, and now it just <laughs> looks weird. And if you look at the street triple and the speed triple, they do. They just have these weird headlights that stick out all googly, like out in front of, and it looks silly because there's no fairing around it. And then you see like a Daytona, and you're like, oh, that's beautiful looking. <laughs> like the, the fairing makes a big difference mm-hmm. in the style. Um, and like we've said, uh, like Wiggs touched on, not only um, comfort, and if you get too hot, now they have all these vents in them everywhere, but also um, to keep you stable, um, advertising, like we mentioned. So it's a, it is a big part of a of motorcycle. And uh, for this week's Moto Scan, that was our topic fairings. And to be fair, to fairings, I mean, I guess we kind of had to like scan the whole bike on sport bikes because everything's a fairing on a sport yeah. bike. Except and you know the seat. funny thing is is that I ride a naked bike but it's like I'm trying to add more <laughs> Yeah, They probably the, the, they made a what? they made a SV fairing. Yeah, yeah, there is the, an SV. The, isn't that for the, the, for the they S made model? S, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The S model is It should fair. bolt right on though. Yeah, but the thing is it's for clip-ons. It's not the. Uh, it doesn't yeah, have clearance yeah. Oh, yeah. for. That's that's the, that's the you problem. Might, that's Check. the difference between the SV and the SFV is that it was yeah the the yeah, it was a little the tiny thing. bit different. So, they make a uh, so I think someone makes a like a bottom or a, just a mid fairing for it. Oh too. okay. But um, that so you would keep your upper. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because that's the whole thing. Is like I like the upright s- seated position, but I don't like being blasted in the wind. Yeah. The last thing about fairings is that. You can almost buy an aftermarket one, whether it's from Cyclops or a service or anything like that, for almost any bike. Not always, you can't always get the style you're looking for, but there's guaranteed somebody out there that makes something that fits like, hey, this fits your DR600 and your SV650. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it might look chonky and weird yeah. on your I, SV, yeah. but. If you've seen my bike, I don't care about how it Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's usually, if you're looking for a fairing, just watch Sons of Anarchy. There's plenty of them out there that ah. are uh, fit any style bike. Mm. And that is our fairing uh, moto scan for this week. 
Um, please stay tuned for station identification. It's going to be epic. Okay. So <laughs> we have. I'm kind of scared. I don't know. This is. I'm not going to be advertising upcoming events because I'm gonna. We're gonna start fresh at the beginning of the year. So the last thing happening in December here in SoCal that I can think of is the um, SoCal Cycle Swap Meet. They're still gonna have it. I think the last Sunday of the month, just like they do every month, and Vintage uh, Bike OC just had their. Uh, <laughs> They had a show, even though it was like pouring rain on Sunday, like 37 people still showed up. So that was, um, goes to show like there's people still doing stuff. Uh, I don't know. David Mann Chopper Fest. We, none of us went because, no. uh, it was pouring here. I don't know how it was there, but it was raining up there. It, yeah. yeah it was raining. So I don't know how, how good soggy portraits from a famous artist look. Uh, well, I know when I went last year, they had it all, a lot of it was inside and then oh, people okay. had tents. So I'm sure they had yeah. coverage. I've never but. been to it. So that would have been, I mean, I guess we still could have gone, but I also had um, a child with me who was <laughs> d- not even into going outside on a sunny day. So it was a chore to get them just to go out to lunch with me. Um, and it's my child, by the way. I, I don't want that to sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast child. Yeah, the podcast our child. Shared love uh, child from, between all three of us. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's our uh, that's our episode for this week. Happy holidays, everybody! Uh, it's the twentieth, so we better get out there and get some extra shopping done if you haven't done so yet. Stocking stuffers. Uh, I would say throw a, a keychain. Throw a keychain into your uh, your buddy's stocking, whoever you're getting a stocking stuffer for this year. Uh, Jay, what do you got? Any significant sign-offs or stocking stuffers you can think of? No, I'm excited for a new year. No, uh, wait, you, this is where you plug banana stickers oh, for the stockings, oh, yeah. you doof. Go, go to flyingbanana.bigcartel.com. We are going to be having some holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa um, specials coming up. And so, yeah, you guys, we, we got coupons and stuff. So, like, if you visit. What or, about Festivus and Saturnalia? Do you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean. All of it? Sure. Any, anything. <laughs> all, all are okay. welcome. But uh, we do have, I know for Black Friday, we had a little coupon special. So, um, and you know what? Just keep in mind that somebody taped a fucking banana to a wall and somebody bought it for $120,000. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So, you can't. Is it really that hard to throw me a couple dollars? <laughs> I know you were pissed off about that, so I was going to take one to the wall behind you there it, so that you could... It really, really... Because uh, then someone ate bones. it. Yeah, then someone yeah. ate it. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be some, you know, that get we got some specials you can buy to get one half off stickers. You get them for some loved ones. We have one that says ride together. So I know a lot of people have significant others or family members. So. We don't want them to ride, so no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one that says uh, make one like to that effect. Like, and honey, we will also, for 2020, we're going to be expanding our offerings. Oh, my God. And maybe have some scooter stuff. Wow. Any significant cool sign-offs from you? No. Sorry. (laughs) All right, Wiggs. You know, I didn't want to steal her, so. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I cut her off in the middle of her non-sign-off there. Just happy holidays and don't break the bank. Oh, my God. He's got so many of the non-break break. But I am going to go back in editing and scrutinize this. At three-quarter speed. Um, if you have any suggestions, uh, and actually, stocking stuffer. Wiggins, this is where you plug your knives, dude. 
see that. I told you those are all expensive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you're looking for stocking stuffers, they're the right size, but maybe not the right price. Uh, if you're going to slip a piece of jewelry into your loved one's stocking, then maybe um, they can slip a field initiative knife into your stocking. Tell your <laughs> tell your loved one. Make sure maybe. it's sheathed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, why is my stocking? Everything's out of it on the ground. Uh, um, and if you don't wear stockings, if you smash a a log that poops out gifts. You can fill it with all sorts of good stuff from our sponsor, Clubman Pickles. And uh, yeah, happy holidays, whatever you're going to celebrate this year. Uh, we're having a special creative writing. If you, even if you're a druid, uh, you can sign up at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash creative writing. It's free to do so. You just have to pay once you get in there. Once you get in there, you have to choose how much you want to pay. But it's free to go on the website and look around. Um, and with that... Happy holidays. Uh, Don't be a jerk. Show somebody your feats of strength. And here's my most significant sign-off for this entire year. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart that I think...